Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon. Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode. Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast. Secret dump. Uh, I'm Natasha. This is Moshe. This is our friend Brent Weibach. Brent, I have a question. Um, I've been out with Moshe now twice with different friends, and both of the friends' girlfriends have touched his leg kind of firmly <laughs> in like a laughing manner. Okay, so we were out the other night, and this woman, she like, we had all just met for the first time. Not our friend, but like, you know, and this she, girlfriend was new. The girl, new, the new girlfriend. Was new. Um, and she touched his leg and I clocked it. And then (laughs) I was like, well, that'd be weird if she did that again. And then she did it again. And then I was like, okay, well certainly she won't do it again. (laughs) And then she did it again. Uh And then then I was trying to imagine, and I only know this is a thing because Moshe told me this, another friend was dating a girl and she, I wasn't there and she touched his leg and he felt a little weird. Honey, you're leaving out an unbelievable detail. What? It was the same friend. Oh, that's true. Two different women. Okay. So whatever. (laughs) I don't know how that plays into it, but the point is, so I already had it in my head that he felt uncomfortable when this other woman touched him. And then I saw this new woman touch him three times. So I guess my question is like, I started to think like, because I'm a very flirty, touchy-feely person. I'm trying to think, like, would I be with my girlfriend and then her new date and touch him, like, three times on his Excuse thigh? Me. Can I jump in? Yeah. New date? No. I, I'm your old husband. No, I'm saying, like, if my friend... I'm trying to put myself in her situation. You're out with a friend, and she's with her husband. And I'm touching the husband. You're with me. Yeah, I'm with you, and I'm touching the husband on like his grabbing leg. Grabbing his touching leg. Anyone, I'm grabbing any guy's leg. I don't know. It just feels like... What do you think, Brent? Do you Wait, do you grab legs? Yeah, I, you leg grabber? That's what I was grabber? trying to... That's what You're I was trying, trying to figure out if you do that. If, I, if I'm a leg grabber, and I'm like... Does she grab legs? I've I never noticed. I wouldn't notice something I like that. I think I would grab like is someone who. F- I think I would grab like a woman. I, I don't know. It's a form I would of grab connection. A woman. It's I weird. Would Some grab people a woman. are obviously very touchy like that, right? They're just right. touchy and they're like that. But it is a little weird, though, huh? I, I think mean, so. It's weird. And three times on his leg—that's a little like, weird. Like we, I guess, yeah, right? we were in a I movie definitely... theater, so she was kind of like getting across. But like, she would also wow, touch so it for a, emphasis. She had to go out of her way to do it. <laughs> kind I, of. I, I definitely. Yeah, she could have held the rope or whatever. Did she touch yours at all? No, I was oh, waiting for that. That's... I was like, wait. So she's trying to get out of the movie theater. She's touching his leg. Is she going to touch mine? She didn't. That, that's. Definitely weird. Agreed. I, I definitely noticed it. Oh. I was interested. <laughs> and uh, You were interested in it as like a thing. Sexually, yeah. <laughs> as uh, a sexual thing, yes. <laughs> it's I, I don't when oh, when someone does that to me, I don't feel I I can understand you feeling weird about it. I don't feel weird about it. It's more like information. I'm like, oh, I see, you're that kind of person. Mm, what you, kind you, of person is that? The person who kind of like uses physical touch as a way of like you know, I think it's an insecurity. Here's the thing, in though. Way. I think okay. I might use... I'll finish that point. Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to... I was going to add to that, which which is like, I think I might use phys- physical touch to get things, but not from 
men or what? something. I don't know. Maybe I do it to women or something. I don't. Do you? I don't know. I when I saw her do that, it seemed so breezy. It was definitely breezy. Yeah, um, and I was like, I must do that because I'm a flirty person, but I couldn't imagine doing it to a friend's husband. Or maybe something. you should try doing it like on purpose, really aggressively. I could. I don't know. Touching someone's inner thigh. Go touch Brent's leg. Like, inner thigh. No, it wasn't inner thigh. It was like... It was more like penis. No. Well, my penis goes to my outer thigh. I wrap it around. <laughs> ooh, ooh. It's long. It's really long. Yeah. It was actually just like your shoe. Here's here's a here's a gauge. If you were at like the theater with a stranger, you wouldn't touch them there. That's for sure. Yeah. So that's kind of like... That's she was definitely communicating to me, we're close now. But it was not. I mean, yeah, you know what? That is, it is kind of a, it, maybe it is some sort of, you know, uh, insecurity thing or something, to, or it's some kind of way of trying to show that oh, I feel comfortable with you or something like that. But it's weird that she only did it to you and not you. I know. That no, I was. No, it's a thing. Honestly, I was waiting for her because I'm like, okay, yeah. I get it. But this is who she is. But it's She's with gonna men. do it to me. I'm sorry, I hate to that's, say it. I know it's who she is with men. Right, that's why I'm uh, saying. Uh, 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 that's why when you were talking about that, I was like, I think I'm like that, but maybe with like elderly people. Yeah, maybe she's just like that with all men, and it's not even about <laughs> you. Grab a bony knee. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's a way to get close to people, but not that's, for me to get close to men. It's funny. It's the opposite of how you are, Brent. You'll, especially if you like a person, never touch them. That's not true. You don't like to touch. That's not true. You touch. Not these days, but I'd touch, yeah. You don't touch. Yes, I do. You're a non-toucher. That's not true. You don't like touch. Yes, I do sometimes. What? With a friend? He wants yeah. to have a meaningful relationship and have I'm not a saying with a girl you're dating. I'm saying with like me. Yeah, with you. You like to touch me. I, I've touched you plenty. I know, but did you like it? Yeah. When? I, when whenever. did you like it? When, when did you like he it? He interrogated anytime. me the same way any, the other any, day. Anytime. You any, don't like it. Any? Oh, why? Because you don't... You don't touch him enough or something? No, I'm just... I'm <laughs> no, I don't... I, yeah, we touch, we've touched plenty in our years. All right. Listen, l we should play some secrets. Oh, okay. So if I, do we have any intel on this, though? Any? I think what I was... Uh, I think that it's the... I don't like to say this because it sounds a little bit like ignorant, but I think it's a certain type of... It's often it's a girl who <laughs> gets currency through like mild flirtation it's not flirtation but it's weird to but, do it in front of the but, wife but i think maybe not, she's conditioned to just do be that way around men maybe it's not know? flirtation in reality because it's not i never got the impression she was like hamana hamana why don't you come up and right. see me sometime it's just a it's a, a natural it's a conditioned kind of behavior you know yeah I mean? or that's something like how that, it yeah. feels but i have the and i'm second, familiar with it but i have this and you don't do it okay i think that i could be like that but then i have that other sense that's like Oh, Boundaries. and this is a man and his wife. Yeah. Right. You know, and they have a child yes. and yeah. I'm probably not going to like grab his thigh. Right. Yes. I don't know. Like, I feel like that's like one step further of, yeah. of like, well, a there's a, maybe there's a lack being... of, there's a lack of awareness there as yeah. far as what's appropriate, you yeah. know, maybe yeah. that I think too, that's right. you know, it's I, probably definitely not conscious. I did not right. get the impression that this person was hitting on me. No, right. I didn't either. Right. But I got the impression that it was... They're unaware of their behavior that. being, you know, crossing some kind of line or something like that, you know. Now, there was something else she did that uh, she was hitting on me straight up. What? Well, the last time she touched me, she passed me a note that said, um, come up and see me sometime, phone number, and a nude picture that she'd drawn. A very crude one, like a childlike drawing. Uh, of Mae West. Of Mae West. And it was a, a speech bubble saying that. <laughs> right. Come up and see me sometime. Okay, well, let's listen to some secrets. Let's do it. Hello, Natasha and Moshe. I love you both. 
I am calling with a secret today. Um, I don't think that this is too dark, but it's really been haunting me. Um, my husband's grandma died. She was quite old. She lived with my husband's mom. Um, and I think that they like low-key let her die of a heart attack. And instead of like doing anything about it, um, they just like kind of let her die because they had a dance recital to go to that day. <laughs> and it would have been kind of inconvenient oh to bring her along since she was quite old and it was taking place at a high school and they would have had to like get her up on the bleachers and like take her to the lunch afterwards. And it would have been like a lot of moving around. Um, it's haunting me. I just kind of hope that I never get on their bad side and that I'm never kind of like difficult to schlep around from event to event. Um, anyway, thanks for letting me get that off my chest. I mean, if you're going to die, you're going to die. What is it, like six more days they can keep pumper with fluids or whatever? I mean, I, I'm, there's some details that you, one might want to know is, was she at a stage where she was you know, on life support or something like that? or what? I'm also not, yeah, I didn't understand this. Oh, by like, the way, this is all in her head too, by the way. Well, exactly. You know? like, I didn't understand this part where it's like, oh yeah, they could have resurrected her from the heart attack and taken her to the game. Like, <laughs> no, 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 that's not what it was. No, she, she said that they didn't, they didn't want to. I think the actually I don't quite get it. You're right. Yeah, like the, they were like, well, should we cure Grandma's heart attack and take her to the game, or should we let her uh, expire of cardiac arrest? Yeah, you know what? Let her expire. Yeah, I think they didn't want to deal with taking her to the hospital or whatever. Canceling their plans. Canceling their plans. The yeah. Yeah. But I, we, we but have it, that happening with our dogs. So I get it. And a, and a grandma's like a dog in so many ways. Our she, dogs are dying and we're just kind of like, even today we we interviewed the person who's going to watch the dogs and Moshe basically told her that don't feel bad if they die. Well, I had to because that's like the <laughs> ultimate thing when you're house sitting and a dog dies. You're like, oh, I'm the biggest piece of shit ever. You got to go. The dog will be okay. If it happens, it happens. We're, we're, well, because two of our dogs are about to die, and we're like right? leaving for a month. Well, no, they're not about to die. They're just sick and old and they on medication. They just have congestive heart failure. Do you say their names on on the podcast? Yeah, we don't. Yeah, we no, don't we talk don't about, like to talk about our dogs' yeah, names. No, please don't. Please don't. So, okay, so please, Brent. No, I'm not going to say Brent. That. Don't do say, this. Our name. dogs are everything to us. <laughs> no, you can say their names. Are, oh, so are we? T are you talking? Can I say the ones that I think are the ones? Yeah, is, give, is, give so it a guess. Is it, is it Cutie and Pablo? Cutie and Pablo are the ones that are closest to death. Uh -huh. And Cutie, I would say, is probably the closest. Pablo's right here, and he doesn't like when we talk about his impending doom. But basically, I just don't. I just don't know if you wanted to sit, me to say their names because you don't want people looking them up and stalking them online. Here's how right. you know like dogs that. are close to death. I don't think you're a pet owner. So basically, when they stop their appetite, and so we have these dogs, they have an appetite, and now we have all these meds for two of them. But now they, one of them, Mayor Cutie, has stopped taking her meds in food. So Moshe ha had to buy a mortar and pestle and cram all of her. He's got to like, um, what do you call it? Yeah. Force Grind feed. it. Grind yeah. it all together and then add water and then like inject it into her rotting mouth three times it's, a day. It's not fun. It's disgusting. I can't believe we found someone to do it. Yeah. It's Oh, you mean to take over while we're gone? Yeah, I mean, it's. Did it's you notice really that Natasha intense. said Moshe has had to do this? Moshe does it, but I'm by the only the way, one that does it. I get our kid lunch every morning. I I pack the lunch, and we're like we're so bad at buying groceries. She put a, today. I opened the the lunch she'd made because she was off to work, 
and in the place where the sandwich is supposed to go, it was a pickle. <laughs> we don't have any was groceries. It, was it wrapped? No. no it was really just, just like a, a dill pickle. It was, like, a, it was a pickle spear. It was and wet, too? It was wet and juicy. Today, I really? told, juicy. Yeah, I told dripping. Moshe I need to go to the grocery store. He's like, well, we're leaving in a few days. And I'm like, well, our, we need to, like, every day I have to P- pack pickle. our kid lunch and figure out food. We don't really have, like, lunch. I don't even, uh, but basically, the point is, you were you were gonna make fun of me because because oh I'm the only one that does it you know what no because you do the dog food but I do the lunches that's fair so they're both hard you do the pickles yeah you do the dog food you do the pickles honestly today our dogs ate better than our kid uh, let's play another secret hi Moshe Natasha um love the pod keep it going uh so my secret is that uh, I was in a relationship for six years um we broke up like eight months ago and in six years he never made me come um for the first two years he actually never touched me down there he didn't go down on me and he didn't touch me down there at all um which is embarrassing to say because i obviously should have asked for more but i had been assaulted in the past so i was like oh he's not assaulting me like this is great uh this is what sex is well, then I uh, got frustrated and started asking him for more, but he still didn't really do it, and he never made me come. And probably in six years, the number of times that he even, like, remotely tried to get me off was probably, like, less than 20, um, probably even less than that. But, yeah, pretty embarrassing. Now I'm 25, and nobody has ever made me come, and I don't even know mm-hmm. if it's possible anymore. So, yeah, never told anybody that. Thanks for listening. All right, I got this. Brent, you got this? No, no, go ahead. Natasha, I got this. Wait, did she, meaning the first two years, she didn't even touch her vagina with his penis? I think only with his penis inside. Oh, okay. That still counts as touching. But she meant she didn't try to do anything else to make her feel good. Got it, got it, got it, yeah. It just sucks when you're in a situation where you're like, okay, well, I guess I'll just stay in this relationship. Yeah, well, but look, when you're young, she you was know. young, and she and he whole, was young too to be unaware that she has needs or whatever. This right? whole idea that you're 25 and it's not even possible for you to come, like, coming is so dope that if you haven't, you should use all of the me- methods at your disposal to see if it's possible because it is possible, it is, but even if it is remotely, maybe isn't, it's like you haven't tried anything. Go to fucking go to the fe- this lady. Go to the feminist bookstore in your town, and if you don't have one in your town, go on a fucking sex tourism vacation to New York or San Francisco or L.A. Go to one of those workshops at the Good Vibrations or Babes in Toyland or the Pleasure Chest where they fucking show you how to use a vibrator and see. I mean, don't let some guy that didn't finger you determine your sexual destiny for the rest of your life. Get thee on a plane and get to coming. And then if that doesn't work, go to a seminar by mystery. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Maybe you'll learn some tips. I don't know. For real, though, there's like a percentage of women in the world, and it's high. I can't remember. I looked it up once, who have never had an orgasm. It's like high, like 20%. It's like, it th- that is so crazy because every person can have an orgasm. I mean, not every person. Maybe that's something we should teach our daughters to want. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe How does you she should. Know? You know Maybe what? You don't, don't, don't force it on them, though. Just play orgasms on the radio, you know, on speakers, <laughs> and just she'll eventually get into it eventually. Oh, like music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you're right, Natasha. Look, maybe you're supposed to, you, not me, teach our kid about how to embrace her sexuality. I don't exactly know how to do that. 
But maybe that, I mean, my mom definitely tried to do that with me. Definitely. I mean, definitely. She tried to hook up with me constantly. No, she would like always be reading my brother and me this book called Boys and Sex, like all the time. And to a degree that was very uncomfortable. She would be, she would buy me erotica. She would like. I remember when I met your mom, we were walking down a street in Berkeley and she like, we were looking at like a weekly magazine and there was like a woman in laundry and she's like, oh, I'll buy this for you for Moshe. (laughs) Oh really? And I was like, I'm good. <laughs> I mean, that is really funny. She was just like very effusive like, and like, it was like positive. Cr- crotchless panties situation. She was like, <laughs> you look good in this. <laughs> no crotch. No, but it wasn't like sexual. She was just like, yeah, no, I know. I'll help you. That's Honestly, so funny. Were they really crotchless panties? It was like Something some like kind that. of that Fredericks so of Hollywood. Funny. It was Fredericks. It was not <laughs> Victoria's. Crotchless panties though. That's hilarious though. Just, wow, that's great. They could just show the vagina just, and you could wear underwear. <laughs> that's how his mom is. That's good for you. She, with the erotica, by the way, when yeah. you were a teenager or whatever, so did you actually? Did you were you? Did you get into them? Yeah, yeah. So you were reading literature, yeah, books, and you were yeah. masturbating to it. Yeah, so. yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's really funny. That, that's, mean, that's really interesting, actually. That you were reading just words, and you know, have you never read like Penthouse? No, I no, I did. did you I did. Have to get, I did. Like, a good did, reading did. light, so you and like then the jerk off. <laughs> I had one of those. Yeah. I had one of those. I had one of those headbands. You know that you would do it. I mean, yeah, I would read it, and it was hot. It wasn't as hot as like porn, but it was certainly more respectful, and that's why my mom bought it for me. She was trying to get me this like feminist stuff that I where I could get off but not be like doing objectification but Natasha um I the more I think about it the more I think actually it this is it is incumbent upon you to teach our kid to have a healthy sex life because so many because of this woman calling saying like I'm 25 I've never had an orgasm and I probably never will that's because her parents or whoever I don't know she never learned about sexuality gotta be I mean that's crazy Natasha, I don't. I'm never going to do well, it, but you do it. Everybody has their own path, you know. She'll figure it out on her own. No, probably. but that's, it's probably weird. But that's it's not probably, true, though. That it's weird for people, parents to kind of it probably teach is, that stuff to their kids. Yeah, what's, you're right. That well, is a little. Yeah. Well, like, what's sex kinda, ed? Well, let, not about yeah, orgasms. Let, let a teacher do it. Not. I mean, All I I'm saying is that everybody whose lives are are sexually fucked up, most of the time, that's because their parents taught them something like, "Your body isn't for sex; it's for babies, and sex is for your husband," and it just creates this like warped diamond of sexuality. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, but. I think that maybe just you know, look, if she doesn't learn about that stuff until she's 25 or whatever, hey, that's her journey, her sexual journey. You know. So you're saying if you have kids, you won't talk to them about sex until if, they're 25. I mean, I'm not gonna. <laughs> you'll I'm outsource gonna, it. I'm not gonna pro- approach them about it. They if, they come you, come to me if they have questions. You what? Know? If, what? What are you talking about? You're supposed to talk to your children about sexuality. You don't need to. It's called the birds and the bees talk. It's called the talk. That that talk doesn't happen anymore these days. What? They, they don't need it. What are you talking about? They, have, they got YouTube, bro. They, no, it's not even YouTube. They have school. School d- teaches everything. Dude, you like. you're fucking I'll tell you this. tripping. I never had any kind of talk like that with my parents. It yeah, was always you seem pretty well adjusted coming <laughs> in here it was, with like your Target bag and like not wanting to touch anything. <laughs> well, that doesn't have any. Yeah, well, I mean, still though, you know. That's cra- That's completely crazy that you think that parents shouldn't. No, educate I didn't say shouldn't. I didn't say shouldn't. I said they don't need to. That you, because of sex ed. Yeah, well, you get sex ed twice in school. So two t- two t- two semesters is enough for you to learn about one of the most important things in your life. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, you, okay. you learn plenty in that. So you think mathematics you do every single year and go home with homework and talk to your parents about it. So, but sex ed, it's just two semesters, and you know all you need to know. There's a lot more to cover in math than in sex, I think. Speaking of more to cover, we need to cover some more secrets. Hi, Natasha and Moshe. 
So this is not exactly a secret so much as something that I don't really tell people because it's pretty woo-woo. Um, but, like, I've always felt like I'm really easily electrocuted or that I feel electric currents more easily. And when I say that, I mean, like, you know, I would feel something and it would be shocking. Like, I worked in a restaurant. It's one story. And there's been a subsequent. But I worked in a restaurant and – um the the pickles in in one of the pans of the salad bar like or whatever <laughs> would kind of shock me. I was always getting shocked by this pickles one salad station. And the owner moved eventually, like no one else could feel it. They're like, You're crazy. The owner moved the salad station aside and saw that there were like open open cords sitting in water. And I feel like there have been subsequent situations where like I've felt electricity and other people haven't. Like I'm more sensitive I to it. it. And I guess my secret when it comes to this is that, like, and it's really woo-woo, so brace yourself, Moshe, but, like, I feel like some people are more sensitive to, by, like, Currents. energy, vibrations, of you know, course. it's really, it's very woo-woo, so I feel like... It's disturbing that um, Moshe doesn't get this. Because I get electrocuted easily, I mean, it kind of translates in other ways, I just feel sensitive to vibes. So, yeah, I don't tell anybody this because it's pretty lame. Anyways, I love you guys probably a little too much. I hope you have a good one. Bye-bye. I bet you that'll be, like, something you could take in college, like vibes. (laughs) Eventually, You could major in vibes. Have a master's in vibes. (laughs) What's the condition when somebody thinks that they're really sensitive to um, electromagnetic Ages, right, and then they wear those space blankets and stuff. That's and like they, Better Call Saul. Better Call Saul, vibes, right? yeah, Michael McKean's character. I, my, that's I, what that sounds like almost. My right? friends were at a yard sale up in Mendocino, and there was like this couple that were selling everything, and they came up to him and they're like, "Oh, you're leaving Mendocino, huh?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, and we got to get out of here. Too many EM electromagnetic fields." And they're like, "Oh, they were uprooting their entire life." To move, they go. Yeah, we're moving to a place we found with no electromagnetic currents, and they're like, "Really? Where is that?" And they're like, "Yeah, we're not really telling people." <laughs> the idea that someone could be like, you know, really good and ahead of everyone else musically or verbally, and that they couldn't be like that with, like, there's a huge problem with what you're saying. What? That some people couldn't have like a higher sense of intuition. Because music exists and words exist. Intuition doesn't exist. But this idea that like that that like you're in touch with energy. I'm not saying energy doesn't exist, but I don't know what it is. What is energy? Well, what are, I mean, some people. Raiden, for example, you know, Raiden from Street from, from, from Mortal, Kombat, from Mortal Kombat, Kombat. He's really in touch with electricity. You know, he can. <laughs> sorry, that's more of a boy joke. I guess. Yeah, you know what? Uh, here's speaking of boy jokes. Um, I do believe that she got. You a, only believe what you can see and what you have agreed I'm, upon. I'm not saying that energy doesn't exist. I'm just saying define it. What is it? I well, know what she music seems is. To say that it's pickles. El- it's electric pickles. No, electrically, like she's like feeling like when. Didn't she say she like? Yes, it it stands to reason that some people are musical geniuses, some people are verbal geniuses, and some people get shocked when they touch pickles. It's all the kind of the well, same thing. You know, I mean. I do understand the idea of being sensitive to stuff. Sure. Or so, being more intuitive, which can lead you to being more sensitive physically to things or emotionally to something. I always thought I, a I pickle shot. But I think if she would be sensitive to electricity, she would be sensitive to other elements. She was well. saying, I think she was saying she was. Oh, oh yeah, okay. But yeah. I, I always thought, you ready for the worst joke of the podcast? 
I always thought a pickle shocker was where you, uh, it's two in the pink <laughs> and a pickle in the stink. That is funny. Thanks. I mean, appreciate yeah. that. I'm holding myself back from making a, an electric pickle reference because it's just going to be lost on everyone here. I mean, go ahead. I would love to erase the pickle part of it. How could I? The idea that people don't have like intuition they have as intuition. a gift. And or a certain, I mean, that's what you would like. What, what else would you fall under energy? You no, know, some people are sensitive. You know, they have allergies. It's like having allergies, exactly. right? You're talking but about two different emotional. things. Allergies are real. You're saying people that are emotionally in tune, I, or, emotions are real. Or physically, even even physically sensitive to stuff could be more sensitive to sound and electricity. But that's not what you're talking about. You're talking about vibe. You're more talking about your masters in vibes. <laughs> masters in vibes. <laughs> that's kind of where you're at right now. <laughs> I get a masters in vibes. You know what's funny? That, you know what it reminds me of? Is <laughs> when I ha- I uh, got a, a certificate from the Universal Life Church to be an ordained minister or whatever. Why? Because I thought it'd be so cool. So you could marry people. Could marry people and stuff. Could have married you guys. I and, wish you would have. And I'm good. Uh, I'm glad you didn't marry. Us, I could have been your girlfriend or your um, <laughs> your other husband, um, both of you. And uh, the but you could sign up for these other courses that were. And, you know, you take these courses to be a doctor of divinity and all these other kind of things. And I don't know, masters. There were things like that. There was one that was called a master of the universe. I'm not kidding. <laughs> well, that's He-Man. Yeah, exactly. That's what it sounds it sounded like. But anyway, masters of vibes. Natasha, when it comes to emotional stuff and vibes, I honestly do think you have more intuition than me. Straight up. Obviously, you don't believe anything exists that you can't see. No, I just see don't. categorize. I just think... I'm trying to get out of this episode. Oh, okay. But I just think saying like music, verbal. I was just vi- trying to think off music, the top of my head. verbal vibes. It's like this is a thing that what do you? What is it? What are you talking about? Being able to read minds, being able to move things with your eyes, reading, uh, uh seeing the future, fire uh, starter, he, talking to dead people, starting fires with your eyes. That's uh, which the, the all of the above, and it's. And the evidence is that you're a pickle shocked you at the hometown buffet you used to work at? You do kind of have to make a decision, though, that anything is possible. But you do have to make a decision for yourself. Well, I believe in this because this is what I see and and, and it, it's make, it rings true for me. And so, yeah, you know, sometimes I, you do have to just decide, yeah, I need to see it to believe it. And what is true for one person might not be true for Moshe. All, I'm not saying anything isn't true. I'm just saying I don't believe in anything because someone's like, it, they, it exists. I need a little more than someone saying that exists to think something's true. I need something. Also, there's no such thing as an absolute truth anyway. Actually, you know? there is. I, I mean, I, no, I've ac- always thought that it's actually all there. Actually, there is, and I'll tell you what it is. COVID-19 <laughs> was created by nanobots okay, from another country. Uh, from another planet, I mean, and sent here mm-hmm. to uh, further the divide and promote communism. And communism is an alien idea. Okay, communism actually comes from Jupiter. Not pangolins. Pangolins. Didn't pangolins they? are are the pets of the aliens, mm-hmm. and that's why we think that they spread it, but they didn't. I love it. Well, if you have a secret, why don't you give us a call at two one three two 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 eight six zero eight. Oh, yeah. And you can also email us if you want to be on the podcast, endlesshoneymoonpod at gmail.com for advice. If uh, We're on Instagram. Of course, we have a Patreon. It's Patreon slash Endless Honeymoon. Support this podcast. Go to brentweinbach.com. Find him on Instagram. Uh, check out the uh, an, uh, the uh, chicken coop that he does with his sister, Laura Weinbach, every week. You can check out his pa- uh, podcast, The Poundcast. Thank you for joining us. And um, good- goodbye, Brent. Goodbye, Moshe and Natasha. Goodbye to you too.